M-A-T-L with the Rendles. I just want to say hi guys and welcome to all of you returning listeners and hello to any new listeners that I have. Um, Again, listeners from around the globe. I can see that we've got listeners in Germany, in USA, um, in Australia. So hi guys to all of you from around the globe. Um, Last week we spoke about depression um, in and specifically, we spoke about my depression uh, and what I um, went through. Um, carrying on, I want to talk about mental health um, in general. Um, because, you know, we spoke about, you know, what I was going through. And my mental health was depression. But there's so many facets to mental health. Um you know do we talk about sort of mental health in the sort of learning disabilities because you know i've got two children with um learning um disabilities i mean is it considered is autism considered a learning disability i guess so but um yeah but also um my one of my daughters was diagnosed well not diagnosed she hasn't been diagnosed they did a test on her for um add which they then said she was masking so they couldn't give her an official diagnosis i agree with this because of just everything I went through with her but yeah so there's that as well um but not only that there is you know in my family we have um someone who suffers from serious mental health issues and has been in and out of um mental health facilities but you know being around mental health is something that is close to me because I feel like I'm surrounded by it and I feel like you know I support so many people um and what I've realized from you know um the government I guess is that there is actually not a lot of help for mental health um and if you don't have an advocate to help you to fight for you it's actually pretty difficult to get the help now um again we're going to be talking about my experiences um with the services um if any of you have um you know suggestions or have had um dealings with the mental health service you know please you know let me know again you know we've got facebook groups i've got my emails all that i I will contact you and it would would be interesting to have a, a dialogue about this um one instance i had was dealing with the mental health um hospital locally to me um they just didn't want to listen they what they do i find that there's no um prevention you know prevention is always better than cure but what they uh, I, I i'm finding a lot of is that they are dealing with you the mental health hospitals so to speak are dealing with you when you're going through crisis and then as soon as you're over that specific crisis, then they just throw you back out on the streets. There's no actual support system or support aftercare um, or intensive support aftercare that someone needs, you know. For instance, I, um, there was a, a specific one where they were, um, I was helping someone and they had nowhere to go. But the health, the mental health facility um had basically said it's time for you to go discharged them had them sitting on a in a corner waiting to go they have no idea where and they gave their bed away but 
there was nowhere for this person to go. They were effectively homeless. There was no home for them to go to. So how does that help mental health when you deal with the crisis and then kick somebody out with nowhere to go? You know, how does that help the system? It's just, it's, it's, it's just, gonna, they're going to just end up back in the system, you know? Um, if someone's not taking their medication and they end up having a crisis, they'll go back into a mental health facility, they'll get them back on the medication and then send them back out to live on their own without actually having someone to talk to on a regular basis to help them to take their medication on a regular basis. If they've got no family members, how does this help? And a lot of mental health patients, you know, some of them, when they're going through crisis, they don't believe that they have a mental health problem. So again, how do you help? How does... Um, and then the, the thing is, there's this term, terminology called um, capacity. And someone with mental health issues, they still have capacity to deal with their medical service on their own so if they do have a mental health problem it's written down that they have a mental health problem but they also have capacity to turn down the medical help which they need to get back to normal i i just it's there's there's a flaw in the system and i don't know how we can go about how, like correcting that how do we go about trying to help those people who actually can't help themselves you know also going back to depression you know um I, I i deal with depression i go to my gp and say that i'm depressed and it's like actually the gp was just like okay well we can offer you cognitive behavioral therapy or pills but there's no actual talk about what you need to deal with it you know 17 years ago when i started going through my postnatal depression i you know the the gp spoke to me and we, we we had a discussion and it was she had a friend who was a therapist and she was the one that recommended me to go to this different type of therapy not the not through the the nhs system because she thought that this therapy would have been better for me but nowadays there's there's no talk about this alternative therapy that could help you or it, it costs too much money for the talking therapies or the talking groups to go to and people can't afford that and where's the support? Because, as I said, everybody's going through something. So, let's say, hypothetically speaking, um, you know, Olivia is having a mental health crisis. She's having a mental health crisis. And I, as her mother, am having my own depressive mental health crisis. But I've got to support someone else having a mental health crisis. Where do we go when we're both unable to, to deal with this? You know, I don't know. I don't know about this. I, it's something that really upsets me because there should be more. I think there. Don't get me wrong. I think we we need the medication, we need um, you know the therapies, but there's a lot that is very costly, and a lot of people who are having these, having depression or mental health issues, they can't always afford um, the private care that's out there and there are a lot of private care you know um when i was having trouble within my marriage um we wanted to go to couples therapy to help to, to help um fix our marriage when i say fix our marriage you know help us to communicate um better with each other so that we could continue our marriage and um you know that's actually quite costly 
you know so all these therapies and counselings and everything that's out there I think they are so good and I think we all need to talk more and we all need to be a bit more accepting of what other people are going through um and you know it's oh it it's a lot you know it's so much and I just I don't know where to start it actually upsets me sometimes when I think about it you know you know how can how can someone support me when I'm when I'm going through my depression one of the things I do is I I do take on a lot I do but what I focused on more now is focusing on looking after and taking care of my family um and but sometimes that gets me down because there is so much to do I'm mentally exhausted and sometimes you know how can you help me I need time sometimes I just need time for myself where I'm not having to make a decision um for my family how can I help someone else um you know I help um Amy um with her mental health by looking after her son on a Friday you know because she's a single parent um you know single parents have it tough guys you know their mental health we need to start thinking about these single parents and their mental health because when you're surrounded by kids all the time you don't have time for yourself so you know I help Amy out by um looking after her son my grandson um every Friday so that she can just have a break so that she can breathe so that you know I think I discussed this last week with you guys I just needed to check out by running away sometimes when people are dealing with their own mental health what they need to do is check out from reality for a while and just have a moment to themselves so maybe you could help somebody by you know helping them to check out helping them to just switch off from being a parent from having to make decisions it may not look like people are um busy or you know you, you look at their life and think, oh like you know they're doing this they're doing that but you know it's not really stressful but sometimes people's minds are overloaded and being mentally exhausted can can really drain you more so than being physically exhausted sometimes you know i i think sometimes i'd rather be physically exhausted than mentally exhausted because i just shut down i can't think i can't even you know have you ever heard of those i, I think do you know what i'm i'm totally being biased a bit because I'm, I'm i'm speaking from a parental um point of view as a as a parent and being mentally exhausted as a parent I, i'm gonna acknowledge i have forgotten how it how it how tiring it is to to not be a parent Huh, I don't think I'm putting that right. Let me try and reevaluate this. So, oh my God, totally sidetracking for a second. But um, I will come back and it will make sense in a minute. But um, this is something that uh, I spoke about um, before with a friend. Um, one of my friend, Kelly, uh, she's now a mother, but at the time she wasn't a mother. And a lot of people used to, um, and we would have these conversations about, Oh, you'll know what tired is when you become a parent. So that is condescending, let's be honest. You know, don't get me wrong. I sometimes, I'm not going to say that I've never thought about it. I have thought that comment so many times, but I've never said it to anybody because it's just rude. <laughs> but, um, you know, yes, there is tire, there is being a parent and being tired. But just because you don't have a kid, it doesn't mean you can't be tired and emotionally exhausted and mentally exhausted. You can. As I said before in the la in last week's episode, you know, it doesn't matter what you're going through and think about, oh, well, they must have it hard because they've got a kid. No, 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 no. It's not about that. And I really hate that. I hate that 
parents who have who are um, and this is me being judgy parents obviously the people who have kids judge people's tiredness of people who don't have kids because it's neither here nor there people are just tired allow their tiredness people do you know what i mean allow it just allow it people are tired and sorry i i digress but that was something that really used to bug me like even as a parent i'm just like just because someone doesn't have a kid it doesn't mean that they can't be stressed drained tired because they're still they may still be looking after you, you might be looking after your um other family elderly family or siblings or whatever you know you've got your own problem so i just don't judge that i don't I don't do it on the, oh, I'm a parent and you're not a parent, so we've got different responsibilities. I just wanted to sort of get that out there. I'm sorry, I totally sidetracked it. It probably has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But I was talking about just being drained, I think. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to have to pause this and go back and listen to what I was talking about because I have forgotten. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Okay, um, I, <laughs> I went back to listen to what I recorded so I could remember where I was at so i was at talking about how can you help other people how can you notice um things of other people and help them you know if someone that you talk to regularly has gone quiet and is not like um not contacting you or is you know when you are talking they're not really talkative like they used to be you know there might be something going on that they're just not telling you about they might be just tired sometimes it, it's as simple as, do you know what? They're so tired, they don't even want to have to listen to you. It's not a personal thing. It's just what they're going through. So it's like maybe all you need to do is get off the phone and be like, do you know what? You do not want to talk right now. I'm happy with if if we um if we talk later. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I don't even want to answer the phone to people to have a conversation. Um, sometimes it's a case of if you haven't heard from them maybe just give them a call or drop them a text even to say hey just checking in are you you all good um do you want to talk if you don't want to talk it's fine too um you know because sometimes everybody is different so for me I just don't want to talk to anybody I just want to be in my own I want to wallow in my own self-pity and misery um sometimes it's you know and also when people are kind of in that state, they don't want to just be hyped up and made to feel feel better. Like it's like, oh, let's do this. Let's be happy. Da, da, da. They don't want to be happy. Sometimes they just want to be wrapped in this warm blanket and sit. And, you know, sometimes they just want to cry. That's okay too. And And how do you help those people? Sometimes you can just wrap yourself in a blanket with them or you can coddle them just for a little while you know sometimes having that little coddling moment is, is good um what else do i want to say oh shit there's so much and my mind's gone completely blank because i for me it's just like i watch tv i watch again sorry we're back to this yes i watch a lot of tv but um i watch tv because it's mind numbing when i watch a when i'm watching tv i do not have to think about um paying the gas bill the electricity bill when i'm watching a a show i do not have to think about the water rates or has this bill been paid or when is this appointment or when is um you know when do i have to go to the parent teacher conference what do i have to do for this when's this date when i'm watching tv i shut down like and everyone needs to so i just want to tell everyone out there that you know what you're loved you're i care about you guys you know um and it's okay to just 
not be okay. And this is one of the reasons I, um, you know, I say yes to joy because it took me a long time, one, to say no to family members because I, I felt like I was always... <clears throat> I said yes so often to everybody else um, that when I said no to them, I was then considered selfish. I was considered, um, you know, that I didn't care about them. But when I say no, it's because I I need to say no. Like, I can't do that. I need to care about myself. And it took me a long time um, to love myself and to only focus on myself. I, I have another friend. She's quite a spiritual friend. You know, I'm into crystals and all that kind of stuff and pos- um, positive energy and things like that. And, you know, it saying yes to myself and um you know talking to her I was very much in the whole oh, I don't know how to say it. I was like very much in the whole I guess like the Wiccan spiritual vibe yes I'm religious so I go to church but I, I also believe in the sort of the mother nature the earth and all that kind of stuff and you know spiritually speaking meditating really helped me um to sort of get rid of all the negativity and focus solely on myself um but also by not care by doing that I had to not care what other people thought of me and that was another big deal like sometimes we care too much about what other people think of us and their opinion when you stop caring about what they think of you your life starts to turn around um so a lot of sometimes I think to myself some depression is all about what other people think of us and when we say fuck everyone else like fuck you fuck you and fuck you too when we say that we're saying yes to ourselves and yes to our own happiness um and another thing I learned is by saying no is you don't have to explain your no this is something that came up um about a year or so ago not explaining your no no can be the end of a sentence um so like if someone says hey so this happened to me this did happen to me if, uh years ago where someone had asked me to look after their child and I had said no because I one I was busy I was doing my own thing but also I didn't want to explain myself to them because I didn't want them to know what I was doing we will get into that <laughs> that is a funny story um about what I was actually doing but anyway I didn't want them at the time to know what I was doing so um I had said no and they had then reiterated like well why why can't you why can't you do this I was like because I don't want to and they turned it into a whole thing about me being selfish how I'm a bad mother and I was just like whoa 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 I don't need to explain myself to you you're not you know you're not my mother so it it this was years ago and it ripped but it really upset me um and I always started explaining myself after that um but then about a year or so ago I was just like hold up why am I explaining myself to people no is the end of the sentence I don't care who you are I'm not explaining myself to you no is no fuck off (laughs) and now that I basically told people to fuck off (laughs) I feel so good 
you know, I'm not letting you drain me. I'm not letting you drain my spirit. So by saying yes to joy in my life is saying no to somebody else. When you say yes to somebody else, that's saying no to yourself. And then you wonder why you're drained. Stop draining yourself. Um, there was, again, sorry, relating it to another TV show. There was a, an episode of Friends. Do you guys remember um, the one where the girls were reading a book and they were talking about um, the guy stealing their wind? You're a wind stealer. That has never been so true. Like, people are stealing your joy. When you say yes to someone else, they're stealing your joy. Don't let them steal your joy. Don't let them steal your wind. They're not wind... Like, don't let these wind stealers into your life, you know? <laughs> uh, I know this is turning into, like, a whole positive energy vibe thing and it's supposed to be on mental health, but, you know, part of that mental health is to be happy and make yourself happy, I think, is what I'm trying to say to you guys because fuck everyone else <laughs> i'm in such a weird mood today guys i just you know the last obviously the last couple of weeks i've been so down and out and depressed and i hadn't done my podcast and stuff and i'm just i'm feeling a little wacky right now um so this is a this is a actually a weird podcast because i'm just feeling like ah! i'm in a happy mood Woo! so um sorry to those who suddenly think i'm crazy but um i'm on a high not a weed high <laughs> just a natural high i get natural highs but um yeah so this is gonna be a short one today um mental health is tough um support your friends if you can without without stealing your own joy i'm just saying without taking away from your own joy i i say only help them if you can because i don't want you to be like oh i've got to help everyone who's depressed because i can't do that you know i help when i can and when i can't I can't end of story and depressed people will understand that you know how uh, also uh, one of the things I spoke about last week um FYI was um self-harming um I wanted to kind of go over that um I, I don't know if what like, questions you guys have about you know do I still self-harm is it did I, did I stop self-harming back then yes I did stop self-harming but it is something that does come and go. Um, it is, it's an ongoing battle. And when things do get um, really intense for me, sometimes I really, really want to go back there. Um, and sometimes I'm able to fight that. And sometimes I'm not, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, you know, I, I did it. But you know what? I do get back out. It's never been a, um, too big a deal but I do try to bring myself out because I know it's not good for me um I do seek help for that um and it's okay to talk about you know there are more people doing um this than than you will would realize um but it's something that I think we all need to just open up and talk about you know and to say everyone's going through something and if you're going through something it's okay you know it is okay you have friends you have people who love you and even if you're not ready to talk about it with them um it that's okay too you know here's the thing we're all we're all but we are all afraid of being judged we really are I, you know here's the question have i told any of my family members that i self-harm no Am I letting them all know right now that I self-harm? Yes, I'm, I'm letting them all know via my podcast. 
But um, I'm ready for people to know who I am. And as I said from way, way back at the beginning, this podcast is about me and my development and me um, opening up and being free and telling the truth and speaking my truth. Um, And I'm okay with everyone knowing my truth now because I am happy with who I am now. And this is the thing. It's about being happy with who you are warts and all you know I'm happy even when I'm I'm happy with who I am even when I have my depressive moments my anxiety um, moments and you know but I I also have some really really fantastic moments as well so I just I'm I'm ready for everyone to know the truth but you know mental health is a thing and everybody's going through something my attitude is I try to say yes to joy to bring myself happiness um, it's some, it's a mantra that I've said for a couple of years now. And since I've done that, the, one of my say yes to joy thing is say yes to joy. I want to do a podcast. And now I'm on episode eight, guys, and I have regular listeners. <laughs> so say yes to joy in your life and do those wild and wacky things that you want to do. Do you know what? Take chances and sod anyone who, you know, sod like the judgment because... Whatever you want to do to bring yourself happiness, do it, I say. Like, take that leap of faith. You can do anything you want to do. And fuck everyone else. That's all i got to say for that. Mic drop. <laughs> okay, this is the weirdest podcast I've ever done. Um, so, hopefully, next week, we will be back on track to um, the life of Caroline, starting with... Uh, um, continuing with um my relationship with neil and the birth of olivia and how that goes so that's what's going to be next week yada 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 i'm very excited um thank you guys for listening remember please to uh like follow and subscribe to all my socials which are the following twitter at w-m-a-t-l-s insta is w-m-a-t-l with the rendles that's r e n for november d for delta l for lima e for echo s for sierra email w-m-a-t-l with the rendles at gmail.com website is w-m-a-t-l with the rendles that's r-e-n-d-l-e-s dot wordpress.com and the facebook group is wife mother autism teenagers and life with the rendles so um thanks for listening and remember listeners always say yes to joy thank you